0: <laughs> I
1: wonder what they're gonna do next. <laughs> hey, it's tardy We're to the home. party. He is Bill, I am Daniel. We follow <laughs> our holes with various pieces of me, and we missed the first time around. Bill, enough. I apologize to you for this piece of shit. What? <laughs> 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 1985's Alice in Wonderland made for TV movies, a star-studded event. It's uh, I think it's a its a good representation of uh, what would happen if the uh, script just fell down a flight of stairs and broke every bone in its body.
0: <laughs> We're talking about... What a disaster. About, Was this Oof. the CBS television adaptation of Alice in Wonderland from 1985 I had uh-huh. no idea this even existed well there was a... produced by Irwin Allen oh my god yeah the producer of like the towering inferno and a shitload of others Just
1: for Poseidon Adventure. yeah just
0: terrible like catastrophe movies and television shows I've never seen 60s any of them so... I've seen bits and pieces just because I'm a special effects nerd people talk about you know for mm. those are some of the biggest special effects projects in Hollywood for a while but they never look good they he uh, I think Erwin Allen was the American version of like George Powell who did all the puppet tune stuff in the UK where it's all just like really cheap like little tiny models and shit like that but yeah there was a rush or in the 80s there was a rash of just random just like hey let's put on a filmed adaptation of a children's book and we'll make it like like a two two night miniseries and we'll just randomly just pack it with the most stars The most C-D-list stars imaginable, and stuff like this, I would imagine, was mostly, I think the people who put this together were thinking, okay, this is for children, but they didn't realize they're mostly just making these for old, old people who were in their deathbeds, (laughs) because most of the stars are washed-up stars from, like, 1937... Mm -hmm. and who gives a shit like if it's I mean I love Roddy McDowell but who gives a shit about Roddy McDowell I love what's his face Donald O'Connor from Singing in the Rain but who gives a fuck about Donald O'Connor especially
1: since he shows up for five seconds literally
0: he has one line in this movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, like, you put that poor old man in a rubber suit <laughs> and then put that rubber suit under a duck costume and put that poor old man in a duck costume in a river just so he can say, Well, I'm a stranger here, too. And I'm like, Oh yeah. my God, I hope you got to pray a lot for. What's other thing with, like, Shelly Winters? and Oh my God. Yeah, this is old. This, these are all people so- whose careers were washed up decades before any kids who would have been watching this
1: would have been born. So, yeah. And it's weird because it's a two-parter because they split it into Alice in Wonderland and Alice Through the Looking Glass. Which I mean, and at least you
0: know, got to give
1: credit for ambition, I guess. I my th- I vaguely remember the first half, but we recorded the second half, and the second half actually like moves and has special effects in it unlike the first half. Yeah.
0: Well, I. And the first
1: half has a- actors who are actually doing a good job, or the second half has actors that are doing a decent job, as opposed to this half. Yeah, the
0: terrible thing is, like, there's actually actors in the second half, I'm curious to see. Like, George Goebbel. I only care about George Gobel because he did the voice for, um, the main character in, uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas by Rankin Bass, and I always loved that character. And there's, oh god, there's Pat Morita, isn't that, I guess? <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, I'll do some, uh, Mr. Miyagi. I, I mean, it's up to you if you want to do the second half someday. We're only talking about, we are only talking about the first half, right?
1: Oh well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's the video you (laughs) said
0: that that that's the link you sent me to. Well, people who want to watch this on YouTube, what's is there a particular description? Because of the, I guess if you just type in Alice in Wonderland 1985 into YouTube, you'll find this. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Well, the version, the link that you sent me has like a French title. It's like Palais de. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland, 1985 or something like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, okay, so you did see this as a kid. I was going to ask you, what the hell got you thinking about this particular version of Alice
1: in Wonderland? I don't remember what got me thinking about it, but... okay. Uh,
0: so you had seen this before the first half. I think I'd seen the first half, <laughs> You probably but... did, but it was so unmemorable. But you remember yeah. the second half, though, specifically. Yeah, Okay. I do.
1: Oh, my I, I, God. I, I, I can't remember if I was frightened of the Jabberwocky or if I I just thought I should be frightened well,
0: of the Jabberwocky. I mean, it's a little. I mean, the, I mean there's reasons why for when, the, when the Jabberwocky shows up in 10 seconds at the end of this. They do well there's flashes of lightning, but they do that like 1980s video effect where they reverse the image to kind of make it look a little bit more scary. Cuz if you just yeah. look at it head on for more than a second and a half, you just realize it's just like a big papier-mâché, papier-mâché uh, puppet, <laughs> so they have to kind of like hide it a little bit. Um, yeah, so, this is, is, have you read the original book, The Alice in Wonderland? Because this seems oh, to be...
1: like, years and years and years ago. Yeah, this has yeah. enough
0: stuff in it. I'm assuming this is a more, I mean, obviously, The Alice in Wonderland wasn't a musical in book form, but there's enough granular weird shit in this. I assume this is, this, the, this adaptation contains more yeah. characters than most it other adaptations. fairly close. Because there's, like...
1: Th- hey, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know how... You... It's it's interesting, though, Jesus because Christ. I think a couple of weeks ago it went out, uh What was it? Some other <sighs> piece of shit we did. Uh, yeah. That was nonsense. Oh, well, Phantom, Phantom Tollbooth. Well, the funny You talked about how Disney was like, yeah, we kind of fucked Alice in Wonderland up. But then you watch this and you're like, wow, they did an amazing job on Alice in Wonderland.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, well that's what kind of. It's, the, 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 that was the thing I was kind of talking about in the Phantom Tollbooth was. I was equating the Phantom Tollbooth to being a kind of Alice in Wonderland story, where it's just a characters who's whisked away to a weird world, and there's no plot, it's just a bunch of random happenings for two hours, and then the story ends, and the characters just return to the original world. And there's no lessons learned, there's no, like, character uh, arcs, or, like, plot, like, shape, there's no uh, pl- development or, sh- like, arcs, uh, act structure, or... Uh, yeah, like, uh, it's, there's no form to the story, and that's kind of endemic to Alice in Wonderland stories in general, that's kind of like, I mean, because whatever, the, the the bits I've read of the original book, it is just a random series of happenings, um, it's, I can't remember, in the original book, is there anything that she learns by the end of the story, do you remember? Because in this this so. version, it seems to be mostly that she wants to grow up and she needs to learn to stop crying so often. Which, that's not inherently bad. It's I mean, definitely lightweight stakes. But that seems to be the one thing that she's... That, I mean, that's the closest thing to a character arc she has in this thing. We don't, I don't know because we haven't seen the second half of that. So I'm assuming by the end of the story, by the end of the second half, we have not seen yet, she learns to stop crying. And I'm, assume, I'm assuming she gets invited to her mother's tea party, which her sister at the very, very beginning of this says... You'll know you're a grown up when you get invited to your mom's tea party because she'll, she'll she'll respect you. And know that you're not gonna cry the moment something happens. But
1: um, this tea is so beautiful. You know the
0: funny thing is, I actually kind of like the performance of the main lady in this. The, the little girl, she does it yeah, pretty. pretty good. She's actually pretty good.
1: Um, For with what she's given,
0: although some of her enunciations, she sounds like a little baby. Sometimes she's like, go boy, go boy, go boy. Mm-hmm. Um it's funny. I looked this up. She I'm almost exactly her age. She was like born like a month before I was, which kind of freaks me out. Mm. And I forgot, that you know, this from 1985, which is funny because that means she's 10 years old, but she's playing a seven and a half year old. I guess being seven yeah. and a year uh, seven and a half years old you're justified in being you know you're a little kid you're, you're gonna cry about stuff but um i can't remember if alice in like the disney version has a specific age or anything like that i need I think so really i could probably do the disney alice in wonderland for tardy the party someday because i've seen it it's Been so long but yeah i don't remember shit about it i always thought that like i, you know like what? I said i always thought those stories were boring
1: yeah There there have been so many adaptations of this story. We could do a whole year of nothing but Alice wonder. You know what
0: I I think it is, is because there is there's no story to fuck up. It's just an excuse to put on uh random just bits and pieces from the book, and because there's no story, you can kinda just pick and choose which segments of the book you want to produce. And so you don't have to worry about like which parts you're gonna cut out and which parts you're gonna do uh and like oh there's not gonna be any plot. Holes or anything like that because you've only decided to do chapters three, four, and ten. Because, like, yeah, like the the original book is so episodic that there's no, yeah, and and,
1: well, yeah, also like Disney just borrowed a bunch from Through the Looking Glass because Tweedledum and Tweedledee are in the Looking Glass. Oh, really? Okay, I guess we'll, I guess we'll
0: find out someday in the future when we do the second half of this thing. You know, Mm -hmm. the terrible thing is. There, there's a trap I fall into in some Tired of the Party projects where I get so bored I start, you know, paying attention. I'll start looking up, you know, checking my mail or checking up Twitter or something like that. And then I find mm-hmm. myself missing parts because I, like, get so distracted by the internet that I'm not paying attention to the screen. And I have to rewind it to catch the interesting parts. And then what is, like, a 90-minute project turns into, like, a four-hour viewing grind because i keep missing parts having to rewind and stuff like that i f- started falling into the, that trap last night and i got to the point it was like man i cannot this is so boring i cannot spend four hours watching this 90 minute <laughs> thing so i did try to pay as much attention i did find myself falling into the internet thing of like mostly just looking at the internet well this played almost like a radio play in the background that hey-
1: to be fair, that's what I told you to do.
0: I know, but like, but it actually, it was, I actually did go back and rewind a couple parts that I thought like, okay, did I miss something on the screen that like, I thought I was, I was watching the TV. It's not like it's ignored the TV the entire time, but even going back and rewinding the p- bits where I thought I had missed something interesting, turns out I hadn't. So no, if anyone's watching that wants to watch this themselves, this is not the worst radio kind of play. Like you you, you can watch this distractedly, and not really miss anything. Um, yeah. like, there was some, like, there's some random stuff, like, there's, like, the fan, when she shrinks herself, I was like, oh, she starts to shrink herself, and I was like, oh, there must have been some writing on the fan, like, that says, wave me, and you'll shrink, and I went back and was like, okay, there must have been a warning on the fan she missed, nope, um, nope. just, uh, there's a couple other bits like that when she gets stuck in the house, and the people start yelling, throwing cakes, at her from the garden, and I'm like, were those stones that turn into cakes, or are they like what the hell? They never explained <laughs> that. Um, but mm-hmm. anyway, that's not their hair. There, we're talking about. Fuck, this is dumpster fire. I, I, I hate to say that because, you know, the, I, it, if this had a better caliber of guest what? stars, I think this would have been better. But there's so much. It's 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 <sighs> like George Hel- George Helmsley. As the mouse, like mm-hmm. it felt like I, I was watching a Krusty the Clown TV sh- special because <laughs> he's so checked out and not mm-hmm. interested, and he's just like sitting with his buck teeth and well, just that's, like,
1: I th- can. Could... That's the thing. I uh, about the second half is I feel like the second half is people are actually trying. Yeah, I, as opposed to the first I, half, I wonder... nobody's trying in the first half. Yeah, I, th- except for maybe the Queen of Hearts.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they can get somebody like I mean, Grant. Just because you switched places, if you switch like Donald O'Connor with George Helmsley, that doesn't actually mean George, oh, uh, uh, Donald O'Connor would be any more invested than George Helmsley. But who knows? But like, it's it's really weird. Which 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 characters get assigned to which actors too because mm-hmm. like donald O'Connor, he was a pretty famous star i mean george helmsley i guess maybe he was a bigger star in 1985 because i'm sure the jeffersons had just finished relatively recently so i guess maybe you would give him the bigger role but there's more talented people who get shoved in the background of this thing too which i thought was really weird and so man yeah. anyway, we could start actually if you want to do blow by blow
1: um, oh, yes yeah. but... <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not bad!
0: I... I actually caught myself while getting ready to record. I watched the first 20 minutes again, and it was actually not invested, but I was actually watching it more than I was watching... I was actually paying attention, because uh, visually it's not that bad. I'm sure they made this thing for $10, mm. and it's obviously just filmed on, like, the same three sets on some kind of, like, Culver City back lot, but... It doesn't look Wait, terrible. Wait, those are sets? Shut up. Wait, <laughs> <you're-> <laughs> oh! oh you, we, I couldn't tell at all. You mentioned I only took one note, and that was just me freaking out at the credits. So, yeah, it was produced by Ernwin Allen. Uh, I, the, the, the director is Harry Harris, which I just assumed mm-hmm. was a, synonym, uh, a, pseudonym, a pseudonym for someone who wanted to get their name taken off the project. No, I guess that was a real guy. He just barely done anything, but he had been working since, like, 1922. But, like, he's one of those sure. guys who just did a bunch of random shit.
1: Damn. Um but yeah Songs by Steve Allen. <laughs> That's
0: I didn't realize I just know Steve Allen. I know just by reputation, he was the first host of the Tonight Show. He was the Johnny Carson of his time. Crusty the Clown did steal some jokes from him. <laughs> if any if this is anyone but Steve Allen, you've stolen my joke. And uh I didn't realize he was a songwriter, and I guess he wrote all the terrible, terrible, terrible songs in this thing. <laughs>
1: he wrote 40 songs for this.
0: I mean, I guess if you... They
1: used 19. Oh, my God. He said it was some of the greatest work he'd ever Are done. Are you serious? Yeah. Because
0: it's just like this. I mean, I guess... The mouse song. Not to beat on the George Helmsley stuff, but, like... The Sherman Helmsley. I'm sorry. I keep on confusing Sherman Hemsley with his character, George Jefferson. But, like, that's just... I'm a cat. No, no, no. He's a mouse. I'm a mouse. I hate cats. I hate dogs. Mm-hmm. It's just the yep. most My dad, when I was a little kid, he would make up little sing songy songs to me when just the to, to sing me to bed at night. And like the shit he made up about like, the adventures I would go on with Snoopy and shit made more sense and was had more like like internal uh construction and rhyming narrative than Steve Allen's songs for this goddamn thing. Um the other thing was the special visual effects were by John Dykstra, who did... who was He was yeah. in charge of the special effects for the first Star Wars. I'm like, oh, how the mighty have fallen.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I mean the special effects in this are bad. I mean, they're all just, like, kind of done the, on home video, but...
1: That's another weird thing. They're better in the second half. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, there's actually,
0: I guess there's not much in the way of like, I mean, I guess there's some force per- perspective. And like the sets are
1: better. Yeah. Like you, you last week you were looking at footage of it and you saw that castle set. That's in the second oh, half. Oh man, what actually? Which is way better looking than this half.
0: I, I was gonna joke that this is maybe this the the, the second most boring thing we've ever done for the po- for the podcast, with the first one being the Phantom toll booth. And I was mm. like, I, I was like, but now I actually would be kind of curious to see what the what the second half of this would be, because.
1: If you want that to be your next project, if you want... I don't know if it's my nostalgia, like, shoving a bit in, but it's... I mean, Carol Channing's giving her all in it. It's weird. She's in the second half, right? Yeah. I was
0: gonna say unless like, I was like, how would I miss no, Carol No, nobody, Hannah? nobody
1: in this half is giving any. any they're giving ten percent at most. Yeah,
0: and like I said, the people you would think would give the most are just like relegated to the background characters. With one like, well, I guess you do have Imogene Coca who played the grandma, the dead grandma from National uh, European, uh, National Lampoon's uh, Vacation from the first movie of those, the Griswolds. Um, you get Ruth. That's not Ruth. Buzzy. What's? She's the big mouth lady. She's not the queen, but she's like the lady who's living with the cook. I and mean, she's she's doing oh, her yeah. stick that she always did. She's actually kind of trying, but her version of trying is just being annoying as possible. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, we should, we should start. It's it's Alice, and she's living in yeah. her cottage with her family. Well,
1: first, I'd like to congratulate the opening credits for ruining the surprise cameos. Wow, well, what are the surprise cameos? Nothing. It's just if you didn't it's just know the whole what cast. stars. Yeah, I, it, it would be. Fu- it would have been. I think it would have been more enjoyable to just watch it not yeah. knowing who's coming out. I mean, up, but the but only reason.
0: I mean, that's how. I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming that's the only reason this whole thing even exists, is because. Yeah. They just rounded his
1: friends from the Poseidon adventure and Towering yeah, and say, well, well, I make forget, that, shit. Yeah, I
0: forget because yeah, Shelly Winters and stuff like that. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, it, like I'm sure like the TV Guide ads for this were just a listing of all these old people, because like they knew the only people like maybe the people who made this thought little kids would tune in to watch this, but I'm sure the people the, the people in charge of CBS marketing knew that the only people who would really turn in uh, would be old fucking sixty year old, seventy year old motherfuckers who like yeah. yeah so so of course they're gonna advertise the fact that it's all these old washed up vaudeville stars and stuff in this so yeah yep um but anyway. anyhow
1: alice is setting up tea with her mother for on their sitcom set of a house <laughs>
0: yeah
1: her mom says she's not growing enough to join for the tea party yet and sends alice outside to play so she won't see her setting up the rest of mommy's key party Alice walks onto an indoor/outdoor set. Yeah. And hot damn, is it a set? All that <laughs> nice talks... flat TV lighting and
0: like everything's mm. lit by like one spotlight. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Astro turf or grass. Yeah, seriously,
0: you could just tell. You can almost feel the cardboard beneath their feet. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. She talks to her sister, who is a nobody and will never show up again in the movie.
0: Did she not show up in the... Like you would think she would show no. up in the bookend for the second part, right? No,
1: really? I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah. And Alice is like, gross, that book you're reading doesn't have any photos or pictures or anything. What's up with that?
0: In the same breath, complaining about how no one takes her seriously as an adult.
1: She's complaining, yeah. that
0: book don't got no pictures? How do you read?
1: Mm-hmm. And her sister's like, he'll understand when you grow up. Maybe then I'll let you read these grown-up books like the Bible. The hell? Is she actually reading the Bible? No, that's a Simpsons joke. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that when, when Bart's reading? Oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Alice is seven and a half, considers herself a grown-up, but nobody else does because she's not tall enough and she cries a lot. And if being an adult requires you not to cry very much, I know a lot of thirty-something-year-olds out there are an adult. Well,
0: especially living in 2019, it's hard not to all the time. Like, yeah, some people mm-hmm. living in certain Jewish situations, you are justifying crying all the time. Depending on what's—I mean, although I guess being a little rich white girl in, I guess this is supposed to be England, uh, they've got a horrifying I portrait. Of, I have—I think it's Queen Elizabeth in the background when, like, during one of the two shots that they're inside Alice's home. And so I get—I mean, doesn't matter.
1: Mhm, and uh, she goes over and torments her cat, but no time for that because her waking nightmare starts as the white rabbit, played by Red Buttons, comes over the bridge and says he'll be too late.
0: Well, do you know the difference and, between Red Buttons and Red Skeleton?
1: Well, of course I do. Yeah,
0: see, I don't know. I, 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 I yeah.
1: Do you know Red Buttons from anything?
0: No, not often. Let, let
1: me Google him. What should I know him from anything in particular? Uh, he was the. Side, villain sidekick and Pete's Dragon. Uh, not that I remember Pete's Dragons for shit. Uh, he was the comic relief in Hitari, which you wouldn't know. No,
0: I only know Hitari from the jokes about it they make on *Mystery Science Theater 3000*. Uh, I am mm. trying to look up to see I don't see anything. Uh... Yeah, I'm not seeing anything on on uh, Wikipedia that I would recognize. Man, I should you know I need to go back and rewatch Pete's Dragon someday because I have not seen that since I was a little kid. And I was just like, why is this, like any any part that didn't directly involve the dragon, especially all the parts where he's invisible? I was like, why is this boring? It's all lighthouse stuff. <laughs> so yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I love the soundtrack to that movie.
0: Yeah, I, well, that's I you lo- I know you speak, You have a super soft spot for uh, Pete's Dragon, which that, that, that's fine. Just
1: just the song. If I can really. love Mary Poppins, you get to love Pete's Dragon. I don't love Pete's Dragon. I just like the song.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: The actual show movie I. Don't remember that fondly. Huh, okay. I know the Gogans or Bogans or whatever they were called scared me when I was a kid.
0: Have you seen the live action? Re- well, I guess. Well, I guess the original was mostly live action. They're both live, live action. action. Yeah. Have you seen the the remake from a couple <sighs> the years remi- ago? No. Oh, okay. it's supposedly pre- pretty good. I watched part of it and got bored. But I don't.
1: I don't know if I've watched any of the Disney remakes <sighs> thus far. Yeah,
0: I know the remake's supposed to take place in Oregon too. So I don't know if that's, supposed to... mm. uh, if that's any kind
1: of. Hey, anyhow, the, it was. It was the mid-80s, and special effects were taken off like crazy, and things were looking real good, and awesome stuff was being done. And <laughs> Everything looks they like, they like a Disney these, Channel
0: exclusive, yeah.
1: They just shoved these old people in furry pajamas and clown makeup and That's, said, all right, we're good to go. That
0: is this whole goddamn special, it's old people in furry makeup. It's cats for the elderly,
1: yep.
0: <laughs> with Alice just going, what's happening? Yeah.
1: Yep. So she uh, gotten red fox.
0: If you're going to get her get a red for this thing. Get her get, get the good one. <laughs>
1: so she chases him into a hole and falls down and down and down and, uh, into some underground tunnels where thunder and lightning are happening all over it's the It's magical place. You're
0: not supposed to question. If you have problems with physics in this movie, get ready for the next scene.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, and uh she loses him at some point and is stuck in there now, but she finds a door, and it behind it's another smaller door, and behind that's another smaller door, etc. Well, this is, so a, yeah, she's in, a...
0: she's in this room where she spends like two-thirds of the entire movie in. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, get used to seeing this little room set, because we're going to be in it for well, a while. Well, they had to build
0: like five different versions of the set, depending on what size she was, so they wanted to get the most out of their money, so of course they're going to spend a lot of time here, but yeah.
1: Yep, yeah, she opens the door, finds a tiny door behind it. She's too big to fit through. She finds the key. She on the really kind of tries to cram
0: it. her face through that door, though. It's like, okay, we yeah. get it. You don't have to hurt yourself to prove that you can't get through that door, Alice. Come on. Oh. Yep,
1: and she closes it and locks it again. Which, yeah, come on, Alice. Don't be that,
0: yeah. <laughs> I knew that was a bad so,
1: idea before knowing
0: what was going to happen next, yeah.
1: Yeah. But a potion magically appears at the table that says, drink me. And she's like, fuck yeah, if it doesn't say poison, it's not poison. least she does then acknowledge she She's it. like,
0: I don't think it's poison. So at least she mm-hmm. pays heed to the fact that maybe this isn't the smartest idea. But she does it anyway, so whatever. yeah.
1: Yep. She drinks it, does some great I'm shitting my pants acting. <laughs>
0: Well, it takes a while too, man. It's so slow paced. It takes her like yeah. five minutes just to kind of stand there and she grabs her gut. And then finally she's like, Oh, I feel queer. And then suddenly the camera just like jumps to a far away shot. And she's obviously just blue screened in the shot. And suddenly they just use like the video filter to, just to kind of shrink her down. She goes, In the most like crappy, thank you, guy from Star Wars. You fucked up.
1: Uh, she does shrink uh, right that is the first thing yeah she does yeah and she's uh she can't get through the door even though she's big enough now because she left the table key on the table like a big old idiot. And she just berates starts... herself for
0: five minutes. Oh, yeah. Gets, <laughs> a, which And she actually does a pretty good job of being, you fuckhead. She's, like, really angry at herself. <laughs> and her eyes are like, yep. I don't know if they made her cry or if she was just good at making herself cry. And then she gets, like, she's really choked up about this. And I was like, damn, lady, okay, calm down.
1: Mm-hmm but then a little box appears and it has something inside that says eat me so okay she shoves it in her mouth it's the most
0: unappetizing like play-doh blue cupcake thing they mm-hmm. could have at least done a, ma- made a better job of making the things she eats and drinks in this movie looking appetizing cause yeah. it's not like I mean it says eat me it's obviously like a little like like ding dong that's been painted blue but like it doesn't like they could have made it like a really fancy delectable cake that would have been like really appealing but no it's just like a little
1: hockey puck and anyway, but she eats it. She eats it and uh, gets the runs again. <laughs> she does yell and... something
0: about like I'm, I'm exploding like a telescope, and then she says goodbye, feet. <laughs> I, just, I was <laughs> like, I'm assuming that that's such an odd line. I'm assuming that's from the original book, and it just kind of made me laugh.
1: Probably. Uh, she gets too big. She's real big, and then she cries. Her tears makes puddles. And then the rabbit comes in, sees her screams, they... <laughs> drops his glove and fan, and runs away.
0: <laughs> and they, they do the funny thing when she's crying, because they have to justify how she can create a river when she's only, like, nine feet tall. She's not, like, super giant. She's just a large lady. But so they, like, mm-hmm. do the special, like, the practical special effect where it make it look like she's pissing out of her eyes. Because <laughs> they have to, she's crying way more than a normal human being would. And you get to see all the drips and stuff, like, flowing down her tights and everything like that. I'm like, oh, god, that looks gross. Who would cry that much? If, 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 she has a medical condition. Anyway, but yeah, dude drop stuff. Which, this is yep. this is something I've never seen in an adaptation before. It's always been about the cakes and the drink. I've never seen the stuff with the magic glove and the, and,
1: and the fan. Yeah, I, I feel like that. I'm, I'm sure that's part of their book. I can't remember, yeah. but... So she fans herself and starts to shrink and she shrinks, she shrinks. She fans and, herself um, for a
0: while, and it's not until she's back down to be, like, two inches tall she goes, oh shit, the fan's making me small, and then she throws it on the ground. It takes her a while to realize it, though, which I thought was also kind of funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those things it, that makes sense in prose, but when trying to, like, make that make sense like in somebody acting like that, it's just kind of like, what? She didn't realize she was shrinking until, like, she was only two inches tall. But... Shut up, Bill.
1: No, you're fine. Uh... So, she's, this scene could have been, this whole thing could have been edited so much.
0: Well, that's, I mean, that's why you could easily just ter- take the story and turn it into a true, like, 90-minute thing all by itself. But, like, no, you kind of, like, this whole thing, Alice in Wonderland's stories are inherently just all padding.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, just shit and randomly sure. that happens for a while.
1: Yeah, but Alice just with by herself. At least in the Disney version, there was a a door she could talk to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's funny Here thing is she's just
1: rambling at herself. Does she
0: get so small that she doesn't even need the door because like suddenly she's like walking up against the wall and she just falls through a crack in the in the wall.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And she's in a little stream with where she can reach out and touch either side of the shore, yeah. and she says, "I'm in the sea." <laughs>
0: Which again? It's one th- <laughs> okay. <laughs> a big difference no. between uh, yeah what was written in the book and what you can produce on a soundstage, I guess. But yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not the sea, it's just her tears. And she keeps talking to herself, as animals float by. And did I say animals? I meant nightmare people in nightmare costumes. <laughs> a
0: bunch of refugees from the local retirement castle oh. go floating by.
1: Hello, Shelly Winters. Uh, goodbye, Shelly Winters. Yeah, hey. Oh, hello, Donald O'Connor. Get, oh, so long, get Donald the fuck O'Connor. fuck out of here.
0: We need to make way for Sherman Helmsley, who's a mouse.
1: Please. Unrecognizable.
0: Yeah. Like, should we paint his eyes? No. Well, let's just... We need to get this shit shot than <laughs> later. Let's
1: just... Oh, oh God, he I felt like... He can't talk quite right because he got giant stupid teeth shoved in his mouth. Well, that
0: and, like, the duck and bird people who swim by before, they do Ugh. the good thing where they don't put, like... They don't put beak appliances on. They just paint their nose and mouths. And then they just yeah. make a weird, like, beak face, which is also just kind of yeah. grotesque, but... And like, I'm going to let you I explain it. It. I, this. Is the, this is the part the when actually things ha- start happening is when I got checked <laughs> this, out. This
1: is when you're, <laughs> your soul left your body. <laughs> this is
0: when you know what? I'm going to check and see what's on the internet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. So uh, he says he hates the word cat, freaks out about it. Uh, they did not swim to land, and he's going to sing a song about how he hates cats. That's really it. And he, Dude, and he's cats and dogs, but... Yeah. All, all the horrible things in the background, quote-unquote, dance around. <laughs> well, at least
0: Shelly Winters and Donald Connor get something to do here, which is just to be backup dancers for Sherman Healthley uh, in a mouse mm-hmm. song. Oh,
1: yeah. You know, Donald O'Connor, he was in one of the greatest dance movies of all time, and... He's that just is the horrifying kind of walk side to side. <laughs> this is the guy kind who did... What's
0: the slapstick routine he has in singing in the Rain? Make him laugh. Make him laugh. He did that, and now he's just reduced to just... He's in a turkey costume, just kind of idly shuffling behind Sherman Helmsley, rapping about mm-hmm. how... This is also a thing that drives me nuts and stuff like this, where he talks about, like, how he hates cats from his collar to his spats. But mm-hmm. they didn't put spats on him. He's wearing little bits yeah. of clothing. He does have, like, a little bit of a collar and a tie on, but the costumers didn't couldn't bother to put spats on them. Come on, I know it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be super literal, but this is an excuse to do some extra fanciful costume design, and they didn't do it. And it's not like Steve not Allen least... had to use the word spats. He could just. I just. That's yeah. neither here. Nor mm-hmm. that. But yeah, Donald O'Connor just shuffling his way to the grave, visibly on camera. You know what, Bill?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I am going to give you props because I did not listen to the lyrics that closely. <laughs> And you did the extra work of remembering that kind of shit. That's
0: the I think that's one of the reasons why I checked out because I was like, oh, this is gonna be that kind of thing, where they're just gonna be singing. The lyrics aren't really gonna mean anything. It's just noise. <sighs> it's just shit dude. What? like this is it seems like all the songs are here, like they thought, okay, this is just a filler that's gonna keep the kids entertained. Well, in between the comedy bits that are gonna keep the old folks entertained. And There's no
1: comedy here. Wow. Though. Yeah, no. And what kind of blackmail material did Erwin Allen have on all these people?
0: Especially not just, we need to put you in these hot costumes and then just not do anything and just, it's so sad, and then suddenly everyone starts fighting each other for no reason, and by fighting they just start bumping into each other, and then Mm -hmm. Alice gets all freaked out like, no, don't fight, you're acting like animals!
1: No, I know, but it's like animals. Yeah, they they roll around on the ground, and then she runs off just in time for an ad break.
0: (laughs) I should actually insert ad breaks into the episode right there. (laughs) Like, get some actual 1985 caliber. Like, here's an ad for Nescafe and the 1986 models of Ford Nissan hatchbacks.
1: Yeah. When 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 it comes back from ads, she (laughs) runs into the white rabbit. He's looking for his gloves and fan, and she's like, I know where they are. And he calls her Marianne and sends her to his house to get a pair. She starts talking to herself, bark, her, which she keeps doing throughout these episodes. Oh, I didn't because... realize that
0: was his house that she goes back to, but now she's a different size in yeah. relation to the house?
1: I guess. Because she's like full size she's... when she
0: get, goes in. Yeah.
1: So she goes into his house and heads upstairs, talking to herself more, and she finds his fan and gloves and is about to leave, but she sees a Drink Me potion and says, Hey, something interesting happens every time I've eaten or drink something so far. Fuck, I drink this. And she gets bigger. Smart move, Alice. Uh,
0: it's a weird fetish place where everything's just about growth and expansion stuff.
1: But yeah. yeah, she reaches her arm out the window and knocks over the rabbit who summoned cats. It's the GOP's most famous celebrities. Scott Bale! What? Even in 1985, at the height of his powers, nobody gave a shit about Scott Bale. And he's Bale. not
0: even trying to act. He's just Scott Bale in a cat costume. Just been, hey, eh, I'm Scott Bale. I'm a cat. What's going on over there? Why is the it a giant arm sticking out of your house?
1: Mm hmm. Oh my god. So they call for Bill. He's a lizard. He climbs down the chimney. Alice kicks him out the out of the lizard <laughs> there goes bill this is one of those oh, things girl. where i wasn't
0: really paying attention but the sound effects were weird enough because <laughs> she says like this is for bill and then she goes bonk and he goes Doo. and i'm like wait well of course that's also my name so that caught my attention too but to rewind him like wait what the hell just happened did she just kick a lizard in the ass inside a fucking fireplace like yep she sure did rewind it yeah and then yeah there's magic cakes I, you, you explain this so shit. They, you know this shit better well, than they,
1: I do. Yeah, uh, Scott Baio and Red Button start hucking rocks at her because that's their next smart move. Yeah, And then the rocks land on her and they turn into little cakes. And she's like, I'll eat this. And she,
0: then she eats it. And like, and There's no explanation as to, like, were they just, like, tiny cakes that turned into big cakes when they got close? Were they rocks? No, it looks like they are just rocks that turn into magic cakes for no reason. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. And, um... She runs out of the house and away from these monsters and masks. Is there another and, ad break? I, maybe. Like, oh my god! All of a sudden, what she all of a sudden she is shrunk down again. I guess yeah, even smaller. Yeah. And she runs. She hears. <laughs> she runs under a mushroom, and hears somebody coughing. It's Sammy Davis Jr. as a caterpillar, and he says, "You want to hit? It's a good shit." It's just like. It's-
0: yeah. Something they didn't bother to make up his face he's just in this blue Muppet no. costume and you can tell mm-hmm. he's just kind of like his body's just hidden mostly by the mushroom that and... he's supposed to be sitting on but it's the least fanciful least interesting take they could have done with this character
1: Well, and also they, Alice and the Caterpillar have like some dialogue back and forth that you know it's, it's pretty well known and everything and they do a terrible job with it yeah it's Sammy Davis Jr. is like I'm reading the lines. I'm not putting anything no, into it. No, there's no like, there's no performance.
0: It's just he's just no. saying the things that the caterpillar says. He's just like, why mm-hmm. do this? Okay, what are you doing? Do that. There's no, yeah, the, not even attempt to create any kind of a character, especially for someone who's such like a uh, a huge part of. Everyone knows that like the caterpillar is one of the characters that always seems to be like a, a linchpin character, no matter what the production uh, or adaptation of the story is. And just so like, eh. And then, I guess, mostly, I guess they wanted to hire him so he could play, like, old Bill William Friedkin or whatever the hell. They start talking about this poetry, and so suddenly, they, they like, she turns into Peter Pan, and he turns into fucking uh, a blacksmith from, like, 1782, and they start dancing.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep, that's what happens.
0: But yeah, you can tell, like, he got hired more for this than to be the caterpillar, but, like...
1: Yeah, I mean, well, this, like, this is hey, the one party he actually he's...
0: does something, I guess. So, I, th- I yeah, guess he, he was just says, saving hey. all his energy for this.
1: He tells her to recite, "You are old, Father Williams," and he's like, "Nah, you're doing it wrong. I'll do it." And then, kablamzers, they explode into the Hamilton, and they start singing <laughs> "Gay 1985 and Hamilton." Yeah. He he starts dancing on leaves, tapping whatever, and she's dressed like a. She's in a... Uh, it is fucking, like a weird, are, like, Lederhosen are Peter oh, Pan thing. Yeah, Lederhosen. Like, yeah. And they do that, and it goes on for a long time. Which, I they... mean, hey, if
0: you're going to have Sammy Davis Jr. play the Caterpillar, but then suddenly turn into a, uh, yeah, fucking weird Hamilton guy and dance, I mean, I guess you're going to milk that for all it's worth. And he, he actually does pretty there. good, assuming it's that's he... all him, because it does jump to a bunch of yeah, shots he, where he's... he's dancing, but you don't see his face. And I was like, well, is that could mm. that could be a double for some of that stuff, because it is 1985. No, that was but...
1: him. Yeah, no. okay. He, he, was, he, he died in his tap shoes. Are you, are you serious?
0: I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be a bit surprised, yeah. but...
1: That's one of the things he always said he wanted. He wanted to go out in his tap shoes, and he did.
0: I mean, I'm sure he would have just put on his tap shoes no matter what just to make sure that happened, well, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean he is good dancing though. I mean it's still yeah. Like he's got to be like 70 years old. He's got the one eye. It's still he's yeah. I mean he's doing better tap dancing than I could ever do in my life. Like, I cannot besmirch Sammy Davis
1: Jr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's still an hour of this, huh?
0: Exactly. <laughs> ah, uh, you know what? The little girl playing Alice, she does a pretty good job. I mean she's not trying to ape all of uh, his steps, but she kind of dances along with him. And this could yeah. be worse. It's not great, but it oh, could have yeah. been worse. No. But then he turns oh, back I've into seen... a caterpillar. No, I've seen.
1: I've seen legit worse versions. Yeah, of Yeah, I Alice. would imagine you. Had, oh my god! Yeah. I think there's one from the '70s I watched one time on Netflix when Netflix had weird shit like that, and it was it was it was a, it was terrible. Like the rabbit turned into bones at some point or something weird like that. I think it was French. An Alice in Wonderland
0: know. adaptation.
1: Yeah. Is it live action or animated? Uh, it was live action with some clay animation thrown in here and there. Ugh, that
0: sounds kind of gaslighting.
1: It was. It was very gasly. But anyway, what happens next? So, anyhow, uh, he, they explode and they're back to <laughs> normal. And she says she wants to be bigger or whatever. And uh, then he takes a head off of his just, and but it's good shit. And she runs along and finds a house. Oh, okay. He vanishes yeah. or whatever. A frog delivers a letter as fart music plays. Another frog <laughs> takes the letter for the Duchess as an invitation from the Queen. Things are so Oh, sad. this is where, where
0: I well and truly checked out. Where I was oh, like, yeah. okay, I can't imagine. Sammy why. Davis Jr., you made just one contribution to this thing. That's probably going to be the creative highlight of this whole thing, and it is. Yep, yeah.
1: Alice goes inside. There's a cook is throwing plates and breaking them. And the Duchess is flopping a baby around. And uh, it's Martha Ray and Imogene Coca.
0: Martha Ray, that's Eric- the lady's name, yeah.
1: They're gonna sing about how hatred is cool or whatever. And, and they finish, the baby cries they're both just like wearing the audience big hats. is doing. That's like the extent yeah. of their characters. Yeah, it's kind. Of, I mean, it's kind of like how they were drawn in the original Oh, story. is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. And, but then Alice decides to take the baby because if she do not they'll probably kill it. And then after an ad break, the baby cries, well, know, dude, turns into a pig, baby. and runs away.
0: <laughs> I totally missed the fact there was a baby in this. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think what happens next obliterated any memory of what, what happened in the preceding five minutes. Are you talking
1: it. of Telly Savalas showing up as a Cheshire Cat, but they made sure to keep him bald?
0: What? Was it just because he was no, so known for being bald, they had to work it into his character? So he mm-hmm. just looks like I don't like, know what the fuck. He looks like a guy who was like dressed as a cat as like a s- eyes wide shut sex thing, who had like the top <laughs> of his head blown off by Daffy Duck or Elmer Fudd. Like it's like it looks. And like also, a...
1: Telly Telly Savalas is well known for his Cheshire cat-like smile. <laughs> this is just,
0: just, just, just no. This is no. You did a bad thing here. Stop it. This is a terrible Cheshire cat. <laughs> he's not crafty or interesting. He's just telling. Like it's funny when your Cheshire cat is more. Like the big gimmick about the cat is the fact that he's bald rather than smiling, which makes no sense. Oh my mm-hmm. god, movie, what are you
1: doing? Yep, yeah. and uh, she says she wants to go home, so now he's gonna think about how sing about how there's no way home. Just what everybody wanted. Telly Savalis bald in a cat suit singer.
0: I am honestly shocked they didn't give him like a little sucker. Or like yeah like or a cigar uh, or like it's I... <laughs>
1: I need to post an image of Telly Savalas as the cats and just title it Cats 2019. You get to find all
0: the images and gifts from this thing that we post for the next week. I don't, I don't even know how I'm going to find that stuff and pick it out of the <laughs> well from all the other Alice in Wonderland stuff I was out there. But... Oh,
1: so, God. Uh, she calls him a mean old cat and whatever and uh, she's leaving. And then his body vanishes in a terrible special effect they do the, and yeah. she Pieces out. And it's a tea party with Art Johnson huh. that, as the Dormouse. I've never seen this Anthony... scene
0: before. An adaptation of Alice in Wonderland.
1: <laughs> no, Anthony Newley is the Mad Hatter. Which I don't know and any Roddy of those McDowell guys. is the Arch. Yeah, the only
0: person in the scene I know is Roddy McDowell, just because he played the main character. You know in most Art Johnson. People... Wait, what's Art Johnson he,
1: from? He was the guy who would, who was on Laughing, who would say very interesting. <laughs> no, that
0: guy. The fuck. Yeah. God, laughing. That fucking laughing was like. <laughs> <laughs> I know laughing is not that much more much more before my time but like when I was a kid, laughing seems like something that was made like a hundred years ago like oh yeah
1: it, it was the kind of thing they'd always show advertisements of the VHS collection well it's such VF. like a
0: 60s flavored kind of thing that it aged mm-hmm. terribly the moment the 60s ended it was as if it was like had, had been produced in like 1930s it was like like the latter half of the 20th century version of vaudeville where you're like oh my god how did that ever happen and just okay, but no, I okay, okay.
1: Yeah, S- and stick uh, it to
0: me, I guess.
1: Yeah, and uh, you, I, you wouldn't know Anthony Newley. The only thing I knew I've him heard the from name was uh, he was in Doctor Doolittle. Oh, okay. Was he Doctor Doolittle? Of all things. No, he was not. He was some guy. Hmm.
0: Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna look up Anthony Newley while you talk about stuff.
1: Yeah, that was the only thing. I, he was a big British stage. Yeah. St- well, again, one of those things after. where like
0: it's just—I mean, I guess maybe—but
1: they treat him like he's the biggest guest star in this whole thing. Oh, he
0: did the the score for the Willy Wonka
1: movie. Mm.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Okay, well, uh, he also—I guess he also wrote the title song for Goldfinger, which
1: okay, like, so I like. uh, so at
0: least I don't know him, but I know his, at least some of his work. I mean, the yeah. fucking—well, that's interesting because if he did, did he write the Candyman then? Because that's Sammy Davis Jr.'s big hit. Uh, mm. that's, but
1: that's not the case. Uh, Old people. Oh, so, exactly.
0: It's um. so everyone smells like mothballs.
1: Bad Albert will return after these messages. Follow Alice on the wildest fantasy adventure. Come on, In the classic children's fairy tale, Alice in Wonderland.
0: Oh, here's a list late
1: it's In a land full of curious creatures. <laughs> That's excellent. And crazy cats. Now, yeah, baby. Where you never know what size you'll be.
0: What's that in the window? It's an arm, Your Honor.
1: Life is full of nonsense. Absolutely nothing you say makes any sense at all. Oh, that's the nicest compliment I've ever been paid. Mad tea parties. Haven't you become a march Actually, I started out being a January air. And the strangest games you've ever seen with her head it's the most fun you can imagine i get home such wonderful stories to tell but alice's adventure is just beginning in part one of the two-part miniseries alice in wonderland and now back to fat albert yep a lot of wordplay happens in the scene but it's all done terribly just awful alice is angry a lot of as well about it
0: I get that. I, I, get, I get. This is. This is. I get the feeling this is all filmed in one afternoon, like first takes. Like no one had a yeah. chance to like add any nuance there or anything to and this stuff.
1: This scene is fantastic at showing just how Disney did the best they could with the randomness that happens yeah. at the tea party and everything. Because it, if you do it just as it's written, it turns into drivel like this thing does. Well, people
0: are just saying but if you things, get but actual, there's no. Like, yeah, there's no shape or craft of the scene, so it's just random shit happening. There's no joy or, or like wit or whimsy. It's just
1: no the the, the wit and whimsy is hey well Roddy McDowell kind of wiggled his nose. That's <laughs> it, and well,
0: that's and they're just, just playing to the little kids. Like yeah, it's yep. it's t- fuck yeah. This is the, I think this yeah. is one of the things that drives me nuts about this stuff is like you can tell. I mean I'm sure they were they only had a very limited amount of time and money to put this thing together, so they couldn't sit down and like. Really craft these scenes the way they would that they needed to actually be entertaining hey, on their
1: own two feet. What would you What would you think the budget for this was?
0: Twenty dollars. <laughs> I, <think, laughs> I think they just took over like Storytime Forests uh, amusement park somewhere and just God, what, I can imagine.
1: What would, what would you say Bill, if I told you the estimated budget was fourteen million dollars? What?
0: Is that? That's got
1: to be mostly
0: what? <laughs> Fourteen million. I mean, that was
1: mostly for a uh, 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 ten million of that was for the cocaine. <laughs> that's what for... I was gonna
0: say. Was that just for like lighting budget for this flat TV lighting? That's all over the mm-hmm.
1: place? Oh my!
0: Yeah. G- I would assume that's mostly just gotta be in just uh yeah, just paying the cast because I guess, even a yeah. like night, uh, fourteen million dollars, like th- that's still that like that's half the cost of like a Return of the Jedi or like a big budget like. You could do a lot with fourteen million dollars in nineteen eighty-five. That's and they inex- did not. I mean, granted, I guess they did produce three hours of television. So if you take it the fact that it's like, like, eh, actually no, but still, anyway.
1: Yeah. So, um, this scene goes on for so long, <laughs> and I guess this is when your mom's vacuuming the room, or yeah. your dad's doing the dishes, or it's time to dust. This is one of those this things is, that this is the scene. This is the scene where you're sitting there and you're like kind of dusty on that shelf. I should dust that. And so you do that while this is happening. Yeah, because
0: what you gotta do something to keep your your mind busy, because if you're just paying attention to the TV,
1: it's just nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, eventually, the Mad Hatter starts to sing about, laugh! <laughs> it sings. Ugh. Maybe they should have given all the comedic actors in this thing something to actually make us laugh. Yeah. Try, but they didn't. Good fuck. And so they make the Dormouse tell the story. Alice keeps interrupting and asking questions. It's about somebody living in the bottom of a tringle well or something. And she's like, Where did they get the tringle from? And the mass header says, Well if you get water from a water well, do you get Tringle from the Oh a this tringle goes well. on for a while? A stupid
0: I thought the TV T V started skipping because like they keep on <laughs> repeating the same joke over
1: and over again. But when he says "a stupid," (laughs) that that actually made me laugh. (laughs)
0: Well, it's no longer wordplay; it's just him berating a child, which is like it's gonna poke out next. Kind of
1: stupid, stupid. Especially because he's got uh, that accent,
0: so it is just like stupid. Yeah. Yeah,
1: she leaves in a huff, and thank merciful heavens that scene's over after an ad break, she finds a haunt, fawn in the forest and she sings to it. And Top sure, Gun, there's nothing...
0: Top Gun in 1986, a year after this produced was produced was 15 million dollars. <laughs> I'm just looking up uh-huh. the movie budgets of the time. <laughs> I was just saying, which I actually still have to do Top Gun for the podcast someday. I'm sorry. Beetlejuice was 15 million dollars.
1: Mm-hmm. Little mm-hmm. Women was 15 mil. Oh my God, you could actually. Oh Jesus. Anyway, I'm sorry. So she sings to a song, and there's there's nothing that an audience loves more than just seeing one person sit on the ground singing songs and, and sing a just song to nothing. Sing
0: to the grass, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Oh.
1: She leaves the fawn and walks on, finding a door in a tree. So of course she goes through it where she finds another indoor-outdoor set. She's happy, so she dances around for a bit, but then she finds some playing cards painting roses red. No, and this starts all the
0: the, the queen stuff. And the queen is
1: coming, and, oh, shit, we spend 20 minutes just watching her and all her subjects walk around for for a while. Robocop was was made for
0: $13 million. I'm
1: sorry. (laughs) The Godfather Part II was produced
0: for 12 I'm sorry. Okay, right. I, I, this is the hell hole I can't afford to fall into.
1: Okay, <laughs> pull uh, the ripcord. The
0: the fawn though that she meets, uh, she meets that a couple times throughout the thing, or is just the one scene? Because I thought that was kind of
1: a just the one. It is
0: just the one Okay, for some reason I misremembered her.
1: It was supposed to be in the second half, but they they put it in this uh, half, for whatever reason. They're is editing. Is this
0: actually filmed outside the part with like the gazebos and everything like that, where she's singing and dancing to herself? Though no, uh, I thought it no. a little bit looked li- like
1: okay, but anyway, okay, you go t- no. tell your notes. So uh, the King of Hearts is Robert Morley. Which, and... uh... Oh, we actually seen something with him in it, Bill. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! What did you do? Well, what did I do? It, is, it was one of my picks, actually. Let's see, Robert Morley. He uh, was uh, the man. brother who died in the African Queen. The brother who died.
0: Mm-hmm. Whose brother died? Brother. Oh, what's-her-face's brother? Uh, Fucking... Mm. Hey, phone, blah, blah. Speaking yeah, of siblings, I got really excited because I saw as June Meadows plays the queen, I was like, oh, I mm-hmm. thought she was hot, but why does she look so different? I was thinking of... uh, Oh, God, what's... Audrey Meadows, her sister, <laughs> she played um, <laughs> Alice Cramden on the Honeymooners, and I always thought I had a crush on her back in the day.
1: Um. And so that's why
0: I thought, oh, she's only half
1: when Jane Meadows is trying way too hard in this piece, eh, of she's got to
0: be the evil queen. So
1: you've got to be kind of like yeah, saying everybody off with everybody's head. God forward, you know what? After
0: all the complaining we did about other actors not doing anything in this, like I don't think we're allowed to throw rocks at anyone for trying too hard guess, in this production. Yeah. I guess
1: that's that's a fair point. <laughs> and now and uh, well, she sings a song about chopping off heads, and poor Red Buttons' his head. They like you have to jump everywhere. You can't walk. Oh so my he does god! That yeah, during this song. <laughs> And after the song, Alice, the Queen asks Alice if she could play croquet, and and she knows how, so they'll play. I remember this after being.
0: Did, I know that they they use the flamingos in the in the Disney film.
1: Yeah, they use them in all the do versions. Do they use the gerbils as the
0: balls and everything like that too?
1: Uh, it's hedgehogs. I think, uh, the hedgehog Disney the boys, version. Yeah. yeah. Right,
0: right into Richard <laughs> Gears asshole.
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> that
0: poor man. I don't know what he did to deserve that Wait, rumor,
1: what? but Jesus Christ. Then, yep, Alice is like, what do you use for clubs? And the king's like, flamingos. And she's like, what about a ball? And he's like, this the hedgehog or gerbil. And then she's like, what about the spokes? And she's a bunch of people bent oh, over. Yeah. And she's like, what about the hole? And Richard Gere is just over there spreading his butt cheeks. He's smile. already
0: there, ready and waiting. He's, just, he's already <laughs> bent over, slapping his butt cheeks. Just like, come on, get it in.
1: Yeah, what a fucking stupid rumor. <laughs>
0: I can't even begin to where that's. I don't know if that's like someone. I, who knows? It could be true. If people in Hollywood are out of their fucking minds, but yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: So, anyhow, uh, just, it, the Queen's fetish is having live people be croquet things. I don't know. The Cheshire is a cat. I'm sure this has happened up. in Alice... real
0: life at some point, like even before oh, this yeah. ever happened, and Yeah, where somebody decided they needed at- to turn real life people into human toys.
1: Alice talks to it, the queen says off with its head, whatever, can't cut off its head, i have got nobody. Alice says, maybe he belongs to the Duchess, it will be easy to get, because the queen put her in prison or whatever, so she shows up, Alice talks to her, talks to the queen of hearts, then she leaves, shoving some assholes, saying, out of my way, you. <laughs>
0: this is the part where I well and truly checked, it, like, checked out, because, like, I don't like how every five minutes, I'm like, this is the scene where I really well and truly checked mm-hmm. out. Uh, but yeah, like, this just... Well, so no, you come back, you're happening. like, oh,
1: there's the... There's the next guest star. I'm checked back in, but then they're terrible. You're and like, then it's like, out.
0: okay, well, this is not going to get any better. So yeah, I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hope mm-hmm. springs a turtle so, with every new segment in this film.
1: Something gets talked about how mock turtle soup, and she's like, "What's a mock turtle?" And the queen's like, "Oh, you can go meet them." So right away, she finds a trap goat, which she saves, and it makes chimp cheer for her, because we needed this filler. And then she runs into a griffin played by Sid Caesar of all people. Yeah. He'll take her to the Mock Turtle. She's Mock Turtle. Again,
0: this is why I need to do It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World, because you've been hit with so much terrible stuff lately. I need to strike back. Not because I have any <laughs> particular affinity you. for It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World, but just out of sheer length. I want to watch a movie yeah. that, that actually is as long as this felt like. It's <laughs> yeah. St- starring Sid Caesar. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So,
1: um, it's a Mock Turtle, and it's... it's it's Ringo Starr. I had questions. Cr-
0: When we first looked this up at the end of last week's episode, you said, hey, it's Ringo Starr. And, like, did the person who made this movie ever know what a turtle looks like?
1: So, Bill, uh, what do you know who hell? plays the mock turtle in the, like, oh, what it, the, the 1999 version? Is it George Carlin? He's hanging on your wall. Gene Wilder? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, he plays the Mock Turtle in the 1999 Is he, version, like, in but, a costume? Uh, yep. Uh,
0: d- and that's live action.
1: Yep, uh, with special effects done by the Henson Company. Does he
0: have werewolf ears and horns for no reason?
1: Well, the Mock Turtle's uh, a mixture of a cow and a turtle. What? Because Mock Turtle Soup is... Uh, if you couldn't afford turtle soup, you got mock turtle soup, which was generally made from veal.
0: Oh, and so that's so even within the book, he's supposed to be part... I didn't realize that was a joke. Oh, okay, well now I feel bad. I got yelled at the costume designer for doing their job. (laughs) Okay, but he still looks like a... Well, also the fact that like, so he looks like a turtle werewolf, but then he's just got tights on? Like, they didn't do it because they kind of ran out for costuming budget for like halfway down his waist? And so he's just got giant, like, werewolf slippers on, and this yeah. poor son of a bitch...
1: He's crying because his agent's terrible. Yeah. And he tells her about his school under the sea, yeah. where well, they were by a turtle. 20 was called... one of
0: the most popular men in the world. Now I'm dancing <laughs> in my panties with you.
1: <laughs> we took a class under the sea. We had a tur- turtle turtle- oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We were taught by a turtle, we called him Tortoise. Why'd you call him Tortoise? We told him Tortoise because he taught us. <laughs> That's
0: one of those things that only kind of works if you have a guy and doing then, an English accent. See, I guess you, in, in an American accent that kind of works, but it, Ringo Starr actually makes so, it work for as well as it can, yeah.
1: Some asshole said, hey, this guy was in one of the greatest bands of all time. How about we make him sing some trash about nonsense? <laughs> and It
0: is just wonderful. Like, and
1: again, uh, can we have Sid Caesar just kind of stand around awkwardly in the background as Sid, they dance around?
0: This, uh, Sid Caesar is known for being, like, he's known, like, he's a
1: comedian, right? Yeah. He was on the Sid Caesar Hour. The
0: Sid Caesar Hour. Which is kind
1: of where, it's it's where, our, like, Mel Brooks got his start. The
0: Sid Caesar Hour wasn't just Sid Caesar standing in the corner watching people do acts <laughs> while he just mutely does nothing, right? Because that's all <laughs> no, they that's have to do this is he's just watching yeah. fucking everything happen. But, like, uh-huh. it almost makes you think, like, did Caesar, Sid Caesar simultaneously throw on his back and lose his voice? So that's why he's doing <laughs> nothing in the scene. <laughs>
1: yeah oh man but yeah this he does do something the three of them blow blue smoke <laughs> onto a flower I don't
0: know what's going on yeah i, I guess it's sure. it does shuffle
1: for 30 seconds yeah uh, oh my mercifully God. the song ends and someone shouts a trial's beginning it's the trial of the name of a hot he stole some tots all of the summer day so they start calling witnesses remember all the great characters we've seen so yeah, far no gonna... well here's some of the oh, rotten Jesus. ones
0: I think they couldn't get some of the same actors back because suddenly their faces are like the camera does not linger on them it's just like people in those same costumes but
1: like yeah oh that's not Donald O'Connor sitting there that's what I'm saying there's a couple yeah like so so uh Mad Hatter's group shows up to be witnesses he sings some who cares they leave after a bit the cook from earlier comes in, they ask her what's in tarts, or what the tarts are made of, and she says pepper. Dormouse comes in, says trinkle. They argue and get taken away. Thank mercy, we needed that scene. King asks for a verdict. Alec jumps up and interrupts. She gets, some sh- she gets the shits again, and grows up <laughs> real Paul. And now she's a witness for reasons. And also things are said. Rule forty-two: all people over a mile high must leave the court. And said what the trial Alice, is
0: for. I, mean, Alice, I know this is a kangaroo trial. Yeah, the
1: the the name of hearts. He stole some tarts. Oh, that's all
0: it is. Okay, yeah.
1: Yep, and um, so Alice gets real butthurt that they think she's a mile high, and so they argue about it. An important envelope shows up as evidence. I don't know what the fuck it was, the knave didn't sign it, I don't know, it proves nothing, but off with his head, and Alice starts telling him to let him go, he looks so sad, stop being assholes, and so much is said, yet nothing happens there her said, and eventually, the queen says off with her head, and the playing cards all attack her, she runs away, trips and fucking face plants in a pile of hay, <laughs> And she wakes up, the playing cards turning into the leaves and falling on her. Now she's back home. Thank goodness, it's almost over. Nothing ever bad
0: of... ever happened to her
1: again. Mm-hmm. She runs inside her house, starts calling for her parents. No one's there. She hears her cat, looks in the mirror, sees a reflection on the, of her That's cat, kind of but it's nice not bit. on her side. Yeah. Uh-huh, and then she, it's, it's only a reflection. Then her parents come out on the other side of the mirror and... They can't see her, but or maybe they're just choosing to ignore her because holy fuck. And then We um,
0: finally got rid of her. We got lucky <laughs> enough that she wandered away.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's bummed about the whole situation. So she sits in a chair and does the only logical thing. She reads the poem of the Jabberwocky.
0: Did they she even suggest it. that like this is a new book she's never seen before or anything like that? Or she I, just I cracks open she just cracks open. It's a Also,
1: Alice in Wonderland, yeah. <laughs> Also, in the actual book, she can't read it because it's all backwards because she's in the mirror universe, oh, so she has to hold think... it up to the mirror to read oh, she does open. she does
0: open up. It is a backwards book that she's reading from the last page. I didn't even parse yeah. that. That's actually a pretty uh, clever touch.
1: So, uh, she reads the poem and says it's supposed to be scary. I said, okay, <laughs> and, but it's, it's not. But it's a good thing she's grown up or else she might be scared. And then thunder and lightning and boom music. And then, oh no, it's the shiny shit monster, the Jabberwocky, Dun, dun, dun. The music's all, dun, 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 dun. But then the credits come on and it's, <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a, such a total chain, I got whiplash. It's
0: like putting commercial to music. To be
1: continued?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big shoulders. People shrug. came back she for the pra- second half she of this. She practically just turned to the camera and go, "Brrr." I don't know <laughs> what's gonna happen to it tomorrow it's night. So, it's... at eight
1: seven central. It's so weird they threw the like. So they were so quote unquote faithful to the first part of this, but the second part, the Jabberwocky's chasing her through the entire like second half of the movie, and he's only in the poem that gets read to her by Humpty Dumpty. So they're taking more liberties. Yeah. Huh it's weird yeah well i guess
0: because i guess they
1: were like we need the threat we spent a lot of money on that that thing that i wonder
0: with as much stuff as they were throwing in from the original book i wonder if they still needed extra padding
1: even after having tom mclaughlin's in that uh, that outfit we gotta have him do something with it tom mclaughlin yeah i have no idea who
0: that is but i'm sure his time was still wasted
1: No, he was a, he was known for Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, Jason. Lives. Oh, wait. He was the writer. <laughs>
0: oh, that's actually really—that's my favorite one.
1: Actually, yeah.
0: That's wait. So he was in the costume.
1: Yep, because he made it with somebody else, and he was the one that test fit it, and like they were that like, you "Can't hilarious. find anybody else that fits it." Yeah, so you're the guy. In that's
0: it. like the one uh, night, uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie that's actually like written and directed by one guy, and it's actually got a really dopey sense of humor that I really love. Uh, Okay, well, Tom Mm. McLaughlin, hats off to you being in that Jabberwocky costume.
1: Oh (laughs) my god, but yeah, so that's... Yeah, that's the first half of Battles of Wonderland TV garbage from 1985. Oh, I'm sorry though, that was...
0: (laughs) As much as if you had stuck a gun to my head about 12 hours ago while mm-hmm. I was watching this and asked me if I wanted to do the continuation of this, because we talked about this at the end of last week's episode, because you knew this was a two-parter, yeah. and you weren't quite sure if you wanted to do both parts in one episode, if you wanted to do two separate episodes, and if we... Oh, there
1: was no way I was going to do two parts in one yeah, episode.
0: Yeah, or if we did two two parts, would did we do, like, the second part the next week, or we would just wait until your next yeah. turn, uh, we, the debates and stuff like that, and I was just going to preempt that today with just saying, fuck it, why would, why do we <laughs> need to do the second half? But now, actually, after talking Actually, after rewatching some of it and you talking about how you do like the second part better, I'm totally down with watching the second half. But it's that's not gonna a be great. Low bar. What's that? That's yeah. A low, low bar. <laughs> but yeah, I we still. It's is it still better? It's than, got John Stamos. Is it still better than Victor Victoria? Yes. Yes. So that's the thing. If, okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. So we're obligated to come back and do. I don't know. If, do you want to do that? Uh, you know what, Actually... I was Mm -hmm. thinking about this last night because we are getting precariously close to Halloween Mm -hmm. even though this is Mm -hmm. only the second week of September uh, planning Mm -hmm. wise uh, Mm -hmm. I would like to remain on our schedule that we're like I'll do an episode next week and then if you want to do if you want to do if you want to do the second half of Alice in Wonderland because you've got two episodes until Halloween I've got one and if we Mm -hmm. stay on our current schedule that gives me three picks for Halloween
1: Mm. Which, you know me. <laughs> Don't want to fuck that Don't up. Don't want
0: to fuck that up. Are, are there any other normal circumstances, I would be absolutely fine throwing ourselves off schedule. Um, But, yeah, no, I'd be totally fine with doing the other... Assuming it's... it's. Do you know for sure it's on YouTube, the second half? It oh, is. Okay. I
1: haven't been able to find it, but I spent a whopping $7 for the DVD. <laughs> well,
0: I only care, too, because... Uh, I just want to make sure other, our listeners can find it too, because the first yeah. one, even the first one can be kind of hard to find that specific link that you found me. In, and then, so I want to add, hopefully, you know what the funny thing is? You, if you can so, rip that and give it to me, I'll try to upload it to YouTube for our listeners. If it comes mm. down to that, like I would have no problem.
1: Just set it to private.
0: Well, yeah, and well, even then, or even, even if I just threw it, you know, like, that's actually, I we could do that too. Or something tells me, even if I just threw it up on YouTube just as a public thing for like a couple
1: weeks, it's you weird think I'm gonna get like up there? But the second half is
0: yeah. I, I, you know what? I would say there's no way in hell I'm gonna get a content strike. But you never know with who
1: owns any of this
0: stuff anymore. But. What's CBS? We should I don't know.
1: We should have watched the Muppet show that they did Alice in Wonderland with Brooke Shields instead. Oh,
0: really? Was that just, like, one episode where they just did a couple Alice in Wonderland things? Or was that a whole TV special? Like a
1: two-hour? No, it was an episode of the Muppet show. Okay. Get... Episode 506.
0: Just need to sit down doing random Muppet show episodes for the podcast. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. Do Luke There's horse ideas. Yeah,
0: I know, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, man, yeah, I tried to even. Look so, what up... are we doing next time? Oh, uh, I was trying like. Oh, <laughs> well, I was trying, just trying to think of any. Do you know any trivia or anything about this movie or anything like that?
1: Uh, I've read some of it, like. But it, none of it was interesting. No it was one all can, written by some. Yeah. It was a, it was a big long article written by somebody who was like, "This movie's brilliant." And I'm like, mm. <laughs>
0: well, maybe not brilliant, but at least you should at least take solace in the fact that someone else out there appreciates this as someone has I, a soft spot.
1: Well, for I this don't thing. appreciate this. Don't put words in my. mouth.
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah. It was just the VHS we had. Yeah. Um No, like I, like the most interesting thing is like how much all these old Hollywood fucks showered this little girl with gifts. She said every every day was like Christmas. Like, they gave her... Somebody gave her, like, a diamond necklace. They made her... Oh, my God. (laughs) They, they like, uh, on her last day, they gave her, like, her own miniature director's chair with her name on it. And, like, a a miniature scaled-down model of the rabbit's house, complete with all the furniture inside. Jesus Christ. Like all the old fucks were like, ah, Hollywood's gonna cheer you up. Here's a bunch of presents to make it at least a little bit enjoyable. I
0: guess you do have a bunch of older retirees with more money than they they know what to do with. And so, of mm-hmm. course, they're working with a 10 year old kid. Why not just give her a bunch of dopey gifts? Um, yeah. yeah, well, I'm glad to see she at least got along with a crow. Co- 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 I'm glad to see her I mean, co stars weren't terrible
1: people or anything like that. The trivia on IMDb isn't even worth going into. A lot of it is like. like is the trivia like five in real par- life cakes do not
0: make you? Well, cakes
1: can make you bigger. <laughs> Uh, it's you... like, a lot of this shit is like five paragraph long trivia. I'm like, i do not know. reading this? that. Yeah, is
0: that like the director got bored one day and decided to write his memoirs on IMDb oh, trivia yeah. section?
1: No. Oh my no, this, god. This, this is one of those things you watch at 1.5 speed if you're going to watch it. I always all. forget that's an option too.
0: Yeah. um so yeah no next... it's, it's bad and
1: boring and dumb
0: and i can't believe they
1: swoggled all these people into being in it
0: you think you'll, you want to do the well yeah we'll do the the second half for your next episode we'll though, see
1: we'll i've know. watched some of it yeah. there's like the the that's there's certain things about the second half like the lady who plays the uh so it's more it takes place on the chessboard more or less oh, okay but the lady who plays the red queen um like she was so dedicated, and wanted to be in this so bad. She came back like the week she had a double mastectomy to perform, because she wanted to be in it so bad. Oh, God, yeah, it's fucking nuts. Is she suddenly performing it's, it's...
0: from a hospital bed that all of her soldiers are wheeling around her? Or... It's got
1: Harvey Corbin in it. <laughs> How could anything with Harvey Corbin in it be bad? This,
0: would this be our second Harvey Corbin project after the Star Wars holiday special?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God.
0: Oh my God! Got, what are you the, doing? the two
1: people, the two people who play Tweedledum and Tweedledee are like Edie Gourmet and Steve Lawrence, who is treated like, hey, you know these guys, and I'm like, <laughs> what Fuck. is this? They seem like subpar Lawrence and
0: Welk. This is, this, I mean, this is a good encapsulation of what entertainment was like in 1985, though. When people let look. me
1: see if I can find you a photo oh, of. Jesus. Uh, oh, I mean, mean, I could almost Carl, feel Carl Malden as the Walrus oh, because.
0: I, I could feel myself being at my grandma's while watching this, even though my grandma's been dead for, like, 35 years. <laughs> but, like, this this movie feels like a Sunday afternoon at your grandparents' house. I yeah, can't imagine what the it's, second it's,
1: half is going to be like. I, it, this is why old people shouldn't be allowed to create things. Yeah.
0: Well, it's, it's funny to think that, like, everyone who, everyone who was involved with this or had watched it live in 1985 we're dead within 10 years after this airing. So no wonder this is so completely forgotten. Yeah. Oh
1: man. But yeah, no, it's not good. So, but what did you say we're doing next time? Next week I
0: was thinking for a moment uh, cuz I forgot that like next week that I have to pick stuff. I didn't uh, start thinking about this until right before we started recording. Uh part of me was like maybe we should do Beverly Hills Cop 2. We could leapfrog man. each other just because we did Beverly Hills Cop last week and if you if we're going to do a, But then I was like, you know what? I just went looking through my stash of movies that I haven't seen, and this is a total Mm. me just throwing darts at the dartboard, saying, you know what? Fine, fuck it. This is something Uh I've never mentioned before, but, like, might as well just... Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I've been so browbeaten by the Phantom Tollbooth and Alice in Wonderland. Why not see? I'm going to pull this rabbit out of my hat and go, you better be good Mm. to us, motherfucker. It (laughs) is starring... It is an aviation comedy classic starring Oh
1: uh oh my god, what did you just send me? <laughs> oh <my
0: God. laughs> so that's Harvey Corbin?
1: No, that's uh um, That's Tom or uh, Carl Malden. Carl
0: Malden? He looks like Yeah he just you know it looks like I mean it looks like he just has carrots in his mouth but then they added extra makeup so it looks like someone jammed carrots up into his skull.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, my it's, god. It's, it's way worse in color because he's like sweaty on a beach. Oh
0: god, his penis is like foreskin. His head is like forced. Oh my, he really does look like a dick with a face on it. <laughs> yeah. Like a ball sack. F- oh my god, that is that in color, that's even worse. Yep. Oh, Jesus, he looks absolutely scrotal. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ.
1: You look absolutely scrolled, my <laughs> darling. Ew.
0: Okay, what can, what how else can I pump up the our next week's movie? I don't know anything about it other than the title and, and that fucking what's his face. We're gonna get all fucking Dan Reichert about shit next week. Uh we're gonna watch ni- oh. the nineteen ninety seven classic mm. Con Air
1: starring Gotcha.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen Con Air?
1: I feel like I have. It's been a long time. I know Kelsey loves it. It's oh, it's a great. stupid, stupid. You know movie. what? I
0: thought it was actually, because uh, there's a whole list of who's the who's the asshole directed the Transformers movies. Michael Bay.
1: Michael. Bay. I thought this was
0: a Michael Bay movie. Looking it up for like right before Star started. Isn't Record. it Bruckheimer? It's Bruckheimer, but it's directed by another guy, Simon West. And from his looking him up on Wikipedia, this sounds like the like the first and last good thing he ever made. Uh, everything mm, else was just is like he, he. I guess he directed the second uh, Laura Croft movie. Um, he did the Expendables two, and that's kind of it. Like he did, like oh, a man, night. I of... forgot
1: the Expendables was a thing. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, the, from a decade ago, and that just kind of farted itself out to death. But I've heard good, quote unquote, good things about this movie. I've mm. never heard anyone say it was good. And actually say it was good, good. Everyone's just like, it's a good, bad movie, but it's an entertaining. It doesn't take itself seriously. And so just this is just like, yeah, like shitty 90s Jerry Bruckheimer action movies. This is a total blind spot to me. Like I said, almost into the entirety of Michael Bay's output and everything else. I've never seen I'm, The Rock.
1: I can't imagine I'm going to take a lot of notes because isn't it like two and a half hours long? God, I didn't
0: think about that. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. No. Wait, no. The theatrical cut is 115 minutes. Oh really yeah the extended oh, okay. the extended version is under 23. so it's still even the longest know, version okay. is still like two hours and three minutes
1: yeah so okay. that's not I'm too just bad. used to those stupid spectacle movies being way too long I,
0: hmm no well that's actually still makes it shorter than almost every major blockbuster that gets released today which every movie has to be at least by con- uh, contractual obligation to be two, two hours and 15 minutes long these days. Um, yeah. but, yeah, actually the cast, I'm looking at the cast, it looks pretty good. No, the cast is weird as fuck. Oh, it's got Rachel Tequotin in it. I like Rachel Tequotin. Um. Ah, Tiquatin. <laughs> I know, I didn't pronounce her last name. Uh, okay, well we'll talk about, man, this is, this is 90s is shit, this cast. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is Joe Pinball Parker. Oh uh, mm-hmm. my god. Yeah, so we're gonna come out with Con Air just because, just why not?
1: Yeah, nah, it's about time we did a crowd teaser as opposed (laughs) to all this.
0: This is one of those things where, like, if you're driving in traffic, I don't drive, but I assume I would get struck by this urge sometimes. But, like, if you're driving down the highway and you suddenly get the urge to suddenly swerve the car into oncoming traffic just to see what happens, uh, us doing Con (laughs) Air is just the podcast equivalent of that. We'll see if we make it out alive.
1: Yeah. No, it'll be fine. If nothing else, it's just big and dumb. Yeah, big and dumb. And we have we need we haven't done a big dumb Nicolas Cage movie yet. We did we did er- Raising Arizona, but that's not that's not Nicolas that's Cage. That's the thing, because like Cage. Nicolas
0: Cage and yeah, again listening to Giant Bombcast stuff where Dan Riker shows up and he is an expert on this whole genre of films, and I keep on hearing him talk about stuff like Con Air and The Rock and all these other Nicolas Cage stuff that, like, it's just... I'm completely just lost on this stuff, so... Con Conner is a pretty good place to start. Even though I know... I think The Rock came out a year before this, and I think The The Rock is kind of officially regarded as kind of the start of this whole Jerry Bruckheimer... I mean, Bruckheimer was actually one of the producers of Beverly Hills Copies around for God knows long before this. But in terms of, like, yeah, that slate of 90s schlock action stuff... Yeah, this mm-hmm. this 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 and The Rock were like kind of the first two uh, things of that, which... God, maybe if I can do Brockheimer without actually doing Michael Bay, I'll see if he's actually done anything else. Cause fucking Michael Bay is so bad. The tra- that yeah. first Transformers movie, holy shit! I yeah, I'm yeah. still angry about having seen that in theaters. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'll shut up and let you wrap up the episode.
1: Oh no, you're fine. That was Alice in Wonderland. It's an oopsie doodle. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey. Bill's picked a lot of garbage. I can pick garbage, too. Hey, that's the, uh, that's why t- I can't t-
0: complain too much. Exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, anyhow, that's going to be the last garbage I pick for a while. Hopefully. We'll see.
0: Well, no, <clears> unless you do, unless we wrap <sighs> this up uh, after my next episode. We'll and see. then Maybe we dive uh... right into... No, actually, I think you've got two, 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 two picks for the rest of the the month, and then we go into Halloween stuff, and then... Mm. yeah. Gotcha. I think so, I have some uh, ideas for Halloween. I have to I have to find some stuff and watch it because I'm thinking about maybe doing two new projects and revisiting one old thing that I love very much,
1: but we'll see. Gotcha. I wonder if it's the one old thing. Your beloved one old thing is the thing I was going to pick to satiate you. What's that? All right. Physical to of flies. I Who's love so
0: supplies? many old horror movies. Well, actually, we've done all the universal ones. So you've already cleaned out yep, a lot of that library. but the mummy, yeah. which
1: we're not going to do because everybody says. Eh, yeah, that's eh. when
0: even the Universal fans are like. Meh. <laughs> yeah. But anyway.
1: So that was Alice in Wonderland from 1985. Uh, next time it's caught uh, air.
0: It's a hell of a so... statement to make about anything.
1: Yeah, it's a roller coaster. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, he's mother on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle. The Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Target Podcast on Twitter. targetpodcast.com Thanks for listening. And all that stuff, if you made it through this cavalcade of sadness. uh,
0: You know what? I would imagine this has got to be one of our
1: lowest listened to episodes.
0: Right up there with, what, the Swedish Little Mermaid anime that, that we did? How dare you? <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not doing this as a popularity contest, but I'm just saying, you would know the numbers better than I do. But Man, I do love that I this is know, kind of check. a subgenre of yours, is like finding really obscure children stuff. Well... Uh, we also, also did what was the the Laurel and Hardy wasn't that? Oh that was Babes in Toyland, right? Babes in Toyland. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was
1: a long time ago. That was like a third they, that's like the first thing we ever that's, did. That's this is what this is great encapsulation of the 80s cuz in the 80s people forget how obsessed television was with stars like we had Circus of the Stars Circus, yeah. where they trained they tra- trained like fucking Alfonso Rivera to fucking do tight ropes and shit. You
0: had like you had like they like hey we're going to have juggling pinballs.
1: We're going to have Brooke Shields on the back of a horse. Sure, why not? It
0: really was. It was just like weird name All the value. kids
1: from different strokes are going to do a trapeze act because I guess we can't. It's like
0: the weird variety shows of like the Brady Bunch hour kind of has eventually morphed into more just a more just vague let's just have a TV show and just have as many dying old vaudeville stars as possible in it. Well, man, not even Bobbill yeah. so because it was like, yeah, Burke Shields and stuff like that sometimes, but yeah, and it's... it's... Yep,
1: but it all came to an end when Art Connie fell off that tightrope and broke his neck.
0: <laughs> I would love... Because I was going to say, what was the thing that killed it? Because it seems like the moment Seinfeld first aired, they just took all the, this entire genre of Hollywood's, like, aging star-filled bullshit and just took it out behind a shed Except and Circus shot it. Circus
1: of the Stars was like younger people because they couldn't get old people to do it all of it's very I mean, stopped very abruptly
0: like right, at, right right when the 90s kicked in
1: this whole I think like once cable happened really hard that's entirely possible pe- once people, people had more viewing have options, to watch what was put in front that's of
0: that's actually a really good point yeah as soon as like yeah television got a little more democratized where it wasn't just about the three major networks that's actually probably it as much as anything else uh, Now, yeah that
1: yeah i think that's a good point actually Um, Yeah, people realize Johnny Carson wasn't very funny once Cable (laughs) happened.
0: Exactly! Like, oh, I don't have to watch Martha Ray juggling flaming chickens. I... Mm-hmm. We maybe we need to sit down and do it like a uh, circus of the stars, just to go, just to. Sure. Because like we know it by reputation, but imagine sitting down oh, with man, that sounds actually. Oh, my sisters watched Jesus it. Jesus Christ! I mean, you would imagine like though like the, the everyone involved in that stuff—they're doing acts that, I'm um, presumably they had to be trained for that show.
1: It's not like yeah, they they build it. up. The, it, that's what it is. They show them training, and then they do the routine. They like, actually sure, do show them training. Because it was like, how does yeah.
0: Brooke Shields know to juggle chainsaws? It's not like that's. Think she came hey, by naturally, but yeah. oh god,
1: but yeah. Yeah, circus.
0: So look for Circus of the Stars. <laughs> we're just gonna do how Hall- <laughs> October for Halloween. We're just gonna do five Circus of the Stars straight. We're just gonna do all of them mm-hmm. from the 80s. One giant month-long marathon.
1: Oh, that'll be you the scariest thing we Have a competition. Could to... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> have a competition to fi- f- see who can find the most forgotten star on Circus Seriously, of the Stars. Seriously, yeah.
0: Okay, we should wrap it up.
1: Okay, yep, that was I in Wonderland next time, Conair. I got nothing else. I can't think of any stupid way to end yeah. this, except if I had some old dead celebrity wander in my room. and say, No, hey,
0: you, you, <laughs> you wake up from your terrible dream that was this podcast, and then you suddenly get up mm-hmm. and you find a book on the table, yep. and then you're like, oh, this is mm-hmm. printed backwards, and I can't read this, but I'm just going to read this aloud. All these words of the frumious jackowockeez. And then suddenly mm-hmm. a monster gonna to try to attack you, and then suddenly freeze frames, and then it's like the girl from *Empire* mu- mu- music over the do-do, do, do-do, do-do. <laughs>
1: Yeah. 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 All right, so keep filling your holes with pop culture, whatever. So long. <laughs> get is, out of here. I feel like
0: we're just dropping the podcast. Fuck it, whatever. You make, you listeners yeah. make of it what you will. Whatever. We'll, we'll be back.
1: Shove you in the closet. Entertain Close yourselves. the door. Yeah. Get, out get out here. the fuck out
0: of here, kids. Okay, take care, guys.